Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway. Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of your the early 2000s. I am Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host... John Ward. Excellent, and we are getting towards the end of our fourth season focused on zombie, but John, what clips are we looking at today? Today we're watching the eighth and ninth episode of the zombie series, Death Under Wraps and Falling Forever. We're going to be covering two episodes of zombie per plug-in episode because unlike other Flash Tunes, this series is narrative heavy and we're thinking about pacing, uh, you know, just fits better. All right, well, a very quick summary of each episode before we jump into it. Chapter 8, Death Under Wraps, we see Dirge and Zoe try to cross the narrow bridge. Uh, There's a bit of a fight scene and some violent stabbing happens. A lot of fun there. Chapter 9, Falling Forever, we see a continuation of that fight scene and we approach the end of it, we think. Yeah, yeah. So... Chapter 8, Death Under Wraps, basically it starts off with Dirge giving Zoe back the teddy bear that we see her with in her flashbacks. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that Cerberus found it while he's just walking about, and he knows that it's hers because she wrote her name on the butt of the the teddy bear, right? Yeah, which is Um, always a good idea. Now, I was a little bit surprised that Dirge didn't bring up the teddy bear until the teddy bear made a noise. So I was kind of asking <laughs> myself, was he going to give this back to her or was he just outed by a noisy stuffed animal? I, I do like the character development, the idea that like he was going to keep it as like a token of like his experience with her. That'd be kind of cute. Yeah. 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 We also saw that he was very uncomfortable during this whole sort of emotional exchange, though. Yeah. Dirge is uh, a moody zombie, but he's not used to expressing his feelings uh, about other people. Yeah, it's true. We also have it reinforced here that Zoe does want him to come with her into the human settlement. He doesn't think he can. And then we actually cut to Neftis fighting a bunch of robots. Or is there anything else we should cover in that first little segment? Not particularly. Nope. Nope. Uh, Neftis, uh, she basically says, uh, what is it? Uh, this isn't going to go, the, this isn't going to end the way you think it will. Um, but that's... <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, the robots say stuff like, uh, one of six. So maybe there's six different, uh, you know, people like Neftis and Dirge, mm-hmm. um, memory remains destabilized. And then they cut the fucking dog in half. Yeah. Well, not in half. They like, they turn him into a hot dog. <laughs> they cut off his legs. He becomes just a, a tube, a Cerberus tube. Yeah, did we know before this scene that these robots can shoot sort of spinning saw blades, or is this the first time that we've seen it? I, I'm not surprised that they can. I, I don't know if this is the first time that we see that power, though. Well, it's it's apparently a great power. Though. Oh, yeah, cut, it seems incredibly useful. Off. Yeah, although it's not it's not completely, it doesn't make them invulnerable. Neftis does do a bunch of spin kicks and kind of kicks some ass for a little while. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. Like, she's got this... It's really interesting how Neftis, like, this is, again, like, applaud for the style of the show, but, like, it, it's impressive that Neftis and um, and Dirge have such a different style mm-hmm. of fighting and stuff like that. We don't get to see much of Neftis's fighting, unfortunately, but, uh, but it is very different. It's much more sort of, uh, exp- like, like, bouncing. Like she, she does a lot more of the jumping off of things and enemies. She's much more aerobatic. She's a little more prequel Yoda. <laughs> yeah. 
except without any of the force powers. There's no there's no magic powers uh, that we've seen so far, at least. That's Other true, than, no. you know, reanimating the dead sort of thing. <laughs> That's true. It's more of a curse than a power, though. So yeah. Neftis does successfully beat up these robots, but then we see the armor falls off of the last one, and they're not really robots, are they, John? No, they're like horrifying, like, Cthulhu beasts. Yeah, they have squid-like tendencies and it, it's weird I yeah like it. uh i mean like so you only really see the silhouette and sort of a maw like an open mouth of some variety uh mm-hmm. it's good that it's just hinting at it because it allows a lot of creative sort of choices in terms of like what they're able to do like as you're as they're fighting it you don't really know what it is that you know they're fighting and like how effective they're being no it's true so for me john seeing these robots as not robots anymore makes me question what they actually are. I thought they were just robots working for these humans, but now I think they may be the other variants. These three not not robots that we see, I think might be three of the six variants, Hmm. which means Dirge is one of them, um, Neftis is one, and then there's another one we don't know about yet. That's my theory right now anyway. I think that they might be aliens or genetic like creations rather than the variants uh because mm-hmm. they seem so far off of anything human like they have tentacles they have seemingly like crustacean like 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 shells I, I don't know they're they're crazy looking uh at least from the silhouettes so that's so, true like i think they could be either way but like that's sort of where my brain was going with them was that there's something completely different like Basically, this reveal was like, not only are these not robots, but they're so like different from anything else that they are like out of this world, like that they are they are beyond comprehension. Um, so I was thinking aliens. Well, they um, definitely could be. They are they are pretty freaky. So yeah. in this scene, we do see Neftis have some sort of flashback. So it seems like she might have met these robot not robots before. Yeah, maybe really her memory there. is stabilizing. Maybe it is stabilizing, but then she gets cut in half, so maybe it doesn't matter she so much. She does. She does get cut in half, uh, and the top half of her falls into uh, the ravine that they are fighting over. So maybe gone forever? Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. The last thing we see in this episode is Dirge's zombie senses start tingling, and he realizes something's wrong, tells Zoe to run, basically, and then he mm-hmm. gets uh, stabbed through the chest by some tentacles. Yeah. Uh, and it's a really good ending. It happens almost immediately and then cuts to credits. Which is um, good. There's really no wasted time in this show at all. I like it a lot. No, no. These two episodes are very fast. Like, yeah. we have already talked longer than it feels like these episodes, <laughs> like, felt chronologically. Um, True. But yeah. So, morals, Paul. Well, my moral from this story is that kids are really the worst. <laughs> they cause uh, a lot of trouble. <laughs> As someone who works with kids, I can't necessarily disagree with you, um, but uh, my moral was uh, things don't end the way you think they will. <laughs> and they really didn't. No, they did not. Uh, I, I totally thought we were going to gear up for some Neftis kicking butt and, and a heartfelt goodbye and Zoe crosses the bridge and then maybe after this, like there's two, I knew there was two more episodes, so, so I was like, okay, so then uh, she has to come back to help like i thought that was sort of what was going to happen is like she brings the humans back and then they reconcile to some degree not necessarily mm-hmm. like solve everything but reconcile but nope nope the fight goes on uh and this is where we cut into episode nine falling forever 
Dirge is pretty chill uh, with the tentacles impaling him. And then you instantly start noticing, wait, 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 wait. Everything looks different now. Uh, Zoe has an eye patch over mm-hmm. her right eye. Um, yep. The bear now previously missing his left eye now is missing his right eye. So they're they're twinsies. Yep. Um, there's a different outline to things. Uh, characters seem to be more detailed. Dirge uh, seems to be mostly the same, just like a different, slightly different style. Zoe seems to aged up slightly, like less first grader now, maybe like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah. She's also missing the shirt that she had tied around her waist the entire time. Yeah. And so the backgrounds also seem simpler and more abstracted, but not not in a bad way, just in sort of like a more expressive way. Yeah. We, we also learned that the bear is a bomb, actually. It's it's a weaponized bear. We didn't yeah, know so, that before. So basically the, the, the guy's tentacle away... Uh, dirge and then they pick up zoe and zoe throws the bear after saying like wake up wolfgang something like that uh she throws the bear at the the robots and the bear's eyes flash and he explodes um which is apparently not very effective though it doesn't kill this monster it was effective in the sense that uh it let go zoe i guess like yeah it didn't kill it no but I mean, we also saw that they they survived through the explosion of their own like n- nuclear reactor ship thing. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty tough. Yeah. The on the bear's foot it says V A C or V A G. I think it's V A C just with um, just with serif font. Mm-hmm. It's a serif font. So what do you think that means, Paul? I think it stands for very accurately camouflaged because it's a <laughs> bomb you wouldn't think. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if this was going to come back later. Like maybe this is the like the initials for a company or something like that, that like maybe her parents belong to and she gave the bear to her for protection or something. I don't know why she wouldn't have used it against the squid at the very beginning of this, because I feel like that would have been a pretty opportune time (laughs) to avoid this entire story. But, uh, you know, (laughs) I also don't care about stuff like that. So I think it's fine. Yep. So we see that Zoe sort of gets thrown off the bridge a little bit by this explosion or as a result of throwing the bear somehow she's off balance and falls off the bridge dirge who has a massive hole in his chest now which is great Mm -hmm. has to save her by swinging on his chain which is pretty cool yep and he he does he drops her off and then he has this great idea john for how he can defeat this monster why don't you tell us what it is uh so yeah so we already have established the machine guns automatically uh, fire at any moving thing without a um, body heat signature. Mm-hmm. And so Dirge just starts using all of the sensors to sort of draw the machine gun's fires to- fire towards him as he runs towards the creature. And and then it ends right before the Dirge actually gets to execute this plan. But I believe the plan is basically to either run up to the monster and jump over him, thus being shot, you know, the monster being shot by the machine guns, or Dirge just like, I don't know, like slothing onto him, like sloth gripping onto him and then just having hoping the bullets go through Dirge into the <laughs> into the monster. What I think is going to happen is actually, John, that we know these guns, like all robots, always target center mass. And he has a big hole in center mass right now. Oh, so I think the monster's going to get shot through the hole in Dirge's chest. Oh, that's good. 
That's pretty, pretty good. Fun. Although his spine is in center mass, and I feel like no matter uh, who who needs no matter a spine how dependent anyway. you are, non dependent you are on the muscles of your center mass or the organs in your center mass, I feel like your spine is probably like a fundamental structural thing that needs to uh, needs to exist. But yeah, maybe he just has a broken spine. Maybe we get to see a good good scene where Zoe is just duct taping up his spine. That could be good. Yeah, I I'm looking forward to the the solution to this problem. But it, it is sort of confusing. We only have like what, like three minutes left of this show total. I yeah. can't wait to see how it wraps up. Like it's it's uh, it's been really suspenseful so far. It feels like we're still in the denouement. Like uh, no, no, not in the denouement. The climax of this. Like uh, I don't know when the denouement is going to happen. I guess next episode because it's the last one. Hopefully, we can fit it all in. Well, John, what's your moral from chapter nine? My moral from chapter nine was: when your zombie dad says "run," you run. <laughs> Yeah, that's always a good idea. Mine was, do you ever want to surprise your friends? Try an eye patch. <laughs> that's, that's true. You I can like, always I add really want to know what the change in style was. I, I looked it up. I tried to find stuff. I, I didn't have enough time to like literally like, you know, tweet at uh, James Farr or do any sort of like real detective work, so to speak. But I, I'll do that and I'll get back to us so, like next week and maybe figure out what, what the difference is. Yeah, maybe we can get the official word. I tried to find other sources for the the thing because we can't like I can't find where the original Flash uh, tunes are 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 hosted or were hosted. Um, I think they're gone, so we've been using YouTube, which sort of makes for you know sort of a confusing thing where I'm trying to figure out what the original looked like and not necessarily these rips from what I assume is the DVD, right? Right. So so I don't know if this is like nine and ten were created for the dvd you know like like it is possible it yeah. feels like they were might have been created well after the fact or or maybe nine and ten just weren't what james Farr originally envisioned for for the thing and so he redid them uh i don't know i'm i just want to know more about it well we'll see if we can get an official word on that anything else we should cover this episode no i think that's good Great. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please tell a friend, leave a review on iTunes and that sort of thing. We started a new promotion recently where if you do leave a review on iTunes and tweet at us, I'll write a jingle for you for anything you want. We just did the first one and one of the uh, friends of the show wanted a jingle about egg whites and he got that. <laughs> do you want to do you want to insert it here, Paul? Sure. My friend said he didn't care for egg whites. I wasn't sure what to say. So I sat down and wrote a jingle, and I'll sing it for you today. Egg whites taste good inside a frittata. Egg whites will lighten your pavlova. Egg whites make a good protein powder. Egg whites can really change a chowder. Egg whites are great for your skin and hair. Egg whites can do wonders for you down there. Egg whites can really do no wrong. Egg whites can make a decent song. Egg whites brought to you by chickens. Wasn't that fun? Great. <laughs> well... Uh, stay tuned next week. We're going to be taking a quick break from Zombie, and we're going to be having a special episode, the End of Z World episode, which will be co-hosted by Janine Winfrey of the Guess What You're Going to Hate podcast. Check them out as well. A lot of fun there. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward, with music by me, Paul Reberg. Come back next week where we're going to ask you, would you like to update Flash? We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes. <laughs>